I want to believe that the Lord Almighty has brought us here this morning for a divine purpose. Uh, our theme for the month is the law, the faithful one. We have been looking at this, this topic. I have that ham for a long time now. And today we are in the ninth month, and we are specifically saying to our God that it is fruitful God. Praise the Lord. And that's what, where I'll be sharing with us this morning from. However, before we go into the world, there's something I want us to do this morning. Uh, the children are going to back to school from Tuesday. Am I right? For some of them, it's the start of a new thing in their life. Some will be going to school for the first time. Some will be going to another class. Maybe they were in middle school before they were going to high school. Some will be going from elementary to middle school. So it's a new beginning for them. And it's important for us to commission them, to put them before God. So that we go, the Lord Almighty will go with them in Jesus' mighty name. And that's why what we want to do this morning is very, very important. You know, over the last weekend, I, I had to drive around Calgary uh, the night, and I saw a lot of things that made me to understand that if you have not been praying before, brethren, for your children, you need to pray the more. And a lot of things happening in Calgary that, thank God, we are not involved, we are not aware of it, and we will not be, we will not be involved in the name of Jesus Christ. But it tells me that we need to pray more for our children. You know, when you saw, I saw, can you please put those on the screen for me, please? The first slide. You know, I was downtown Calgary and I saw this sign. This sign, it means what? <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's the sign of the Pope. And it was full. Hello? It was full to the brim. And this is what is called. I don't want to mention it because it's, 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 we are live now. Do you understand? But you, can, you can see it. Eh? It was full to the brim. And I asked myself, is there any other meaning for this word? Someone that does not have a place to say. A wanderer. A useless person. If they call you by this name, will you be happy? But that is where people are staying. And they, they feel comfortable dining and whining among who? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I was surprised. And I asked myself, when has this become the new normal? When you see this kind of sign and you feel comfortable sitting down there and drinking. Because when I look in, all I see are what? What, what do I see there? That is it. That's what I see. That means you identify with the name on it. 
You're laughing. This is what it's called. It's not, you can go downtown and see it. It's there. And in this place, the queue there was so long, queuing to enter the place. Twisted. Twisted means abnormal. Abnormal. Think irrationally. Thank you, Jesus. But it was full to the brain. People are queuing to enter. Thank God for your life. Thank God for your life. They are not counted in that place. I saw another one. Can you put the next one? Can you read what is here? <laughs> you have to read from the back from the back to understand what it means. And that is the name of a pub. And people are happy to go there. That is that is why. We have to pray for our children. Brethren, this has become the new normal. The new normal. I was in a meeting uh, some few weeks back. Not just last week, really. And we were discussing about, please listen to me. Children, please listen. This is very, very important. We are talking about uh, political decisions in the country. And how it has become... Uh, what used to be in the 60s, in the 70s, to become to be abnormal in this part of the world, is now become the new normal. Before it is very difficult, or it is very uh, unusual for someone to come and declare that he is gay or is lesbian or whatever, whatever. But today, it is very normal for you to declare it. And if you say you don't support it, you are the one that was. Do you understand? That is the new normal. And that's why we have to be very careful, brethren. And that's why we have to be conscious of evil. You no, know, there are some political positions. I'm trying to tell us the reason why we have to pray. There are some political positions that when they are doing the election for those positions, many of us don't care, even though you have the right to vote. You don't care about the character of that person. People that are in the board of education, you know, they call them trustees. We have the ability to vote for them. But many of them have this backward <laughs> idea that they are going there to champion. And you vote for them. Don't ask questions. What's your values? What are your values? I'm telling us now, please, you will have one to do what? To vote in the future. If you don't have now, be conscious of who you are voting for. Because when they get there, they will make decisions that will impact you and your children. We are living this world today because we don't care in the past who God gets there. But now as Christians, we should be careful of who you elect as your leaders. Praise the Lord. Because they will make decisions that will affect you for a long time. It's very, very important. Very, very important. But this morning, I want us to pray for our children. They are going to school. We'll be anointing them. So as they go to school, 
this school year, they will excel. You know, I was in the classroom the morning with the children. I sat down with them. Let's laugh for their teachers. Let's have the children's teachers. You know? And she was telling them about watching who they keep as friends. That's, that's, that's one of the things I want to talk about today. I think, well, she's already telling them what I want to share with them this morning. But it's very, very important for us to have that understanding. And that as the children go to school, they're going to school and meet a lot of people from different houses, from different beliefs. Many people... Teenagers, you see them all of them dancing. They don't care about all these things. But our children will be under the protection of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. So let the children come forward, please. All children, they come back to school. Back to school, children, please. Old battle school, I'm going for the first time. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Parents, let us be on our feet and pray for them. Stretch forth your hands to your children to these children, and pray for them, committing them to the hands of the Lord Almighty that they will not fall into the wrong hands, wrong association in the name of Jesus. Pray for the protection of God upon them. Pray that God will protect them, God will shield them, God will guide them, God will direct them in the name of Jesus. There are a lot of prayer upon them now, a lot of prayer no, people want them to think that you know, their belief is irrelevant. They don't need to believe in what we believe in. Let us pray for them. That God will give them insight, direct insight. Thank you, Jesus. Children, pray for yourself. That the Lord Almighty will guide you and protect you. You will not fall into the trap of the evil ones in the name of Jesus. The Lord will shield you. His protection will be upon you. Anywhere you go, the presence of God will be with you. That they will not be fed with anything negative, contrary to the will of God for their life, in the name of Jesus. That this school year, they will excel. This school year, they will excel, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Spirit of excellence be upon you. Spirit of excellence be upon you in the name of Jesus. The Lord keep you. The Lord honor his word in your life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Many of them will be alone without their parents. Let us pray for them that the Lord will watch over these children in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If your child is not here, connect with these children and pray with them. Connect with them and pray that the Lord Almighty will be with them wherever they are in the name of Jesus. You will not weep over these children. You will not weep over them. You will rejoice over them every day of their life. You will not weep over them. You will rejoice. 
Rejoice over them in the name of Jesus. Rejoice over them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Father, we commend these children unto your hands. We commend them unto you. As they go back to school, Lord, watch over them. No evil shall befall them. Spirit of excellence, let it be upon them. Every negative influence will reject concerning them. In the name of Jesus. We will not weep over these children. I repeat, we will not weep over our children. In the name of Jesus. The Lord keep you. The Lord bless you. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. So I will wait, just wait. I want to just announce all of you as we go back to school. of the Lord from heaven come down let the power of the Lord come down hallelujah let the power of the Lord come down let the power of the Lord come down
me let the power of the lord cover me let the power of the lord from heaven cover me me oh let the hand of the lord be upon me let the hand of the lord from ever be on me let the hand of the lord be on me let the anointing of the me oh let the anointing of the lord cover me let the anointing of the lord from heaven cover me let the anointing of the lord cover me in Jesus mighty name you know in the book of Genesis 1 28 the very first thing the Lord said to man is what be fruitful says and God blessed them and he said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the heart that is the scripture of reference to our theme for the month the fruitfulness that is our God the fruitful one but today I just want to be able to charge particularly the children here and talk about something that is very relevant to them because they are part of this group today so that they will be charged as they go to church so to school this new school year and to encourage them as well and to be careful and to listen to the lord almighty in all that they do praise the lord uh, we'll be talking more about the foot one as the month goes ahead let us open about the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. I want to talk about I knock at the door. I knock at the door. In your title, you may say that is the title of my message today. The Lord is knocking at the door. Revelation 3, verse 20. He says, Behold, I stand at the door 
and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him. And he with me. Praise the Lord. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hope, hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and we sup with him and he with me. There are so many things we can learn from this scripture. I just want to share briefly, as time will permit me today, you know, on this. There are many ways you can assess a house. You can enter a house. There are many openings, actually, let me put it that way, into a house. There is the front door, there's the back door, there's the window. But the proper way of entering a house is through what? The door. If somebody enter your house through a, the window, it's a thief. Praise the Lord. It does not have the real access to the house. So when the Lord says, I stand at the door and knock, that means that he is not an intruder. It's only an intruder that enters your house through the back door or through the window or whatever. He wants to enter when you are conscious what he's entering. If you look at this scripture on the perspective of our God, he is not an intruder. He does not intrude to any man's life. See, he is such a powerful God that if he wants to enter your life or your house without knocking, he doesn't need to take your permission. He can get in anyway. But he said here, I stand at the door and do what? And knock. So he wants you to give him the permission to come in. He's not trying to use his authority to just you know, manipulate and enter your life. No. That is not the way our God works. He wants to work with you in your full consciousness that you are receiving in into your life. That's why it's entering through the main door. Not backyard. And that's not the way the devil works. The devil is very cunning. He doesn't you know, come into the, the main door. He goes into the back door. Or the window. Or wherever he can open the door. That's why the Bible tells us that we should be careful. We should be vigilant. Because our adversary, what the devil, is like what? A roaring lion seeking who he devour. When he, for example, when, when the devil wanted to, uh, went to confuse her way. So the Lord comes to you clearly, this is what I want to do. See, I've come to give you life, to give you more abundantly. 
devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Praise the Lord. So he does not force himself on you. No. He does not force himself on anybody. He gives everybody the opportunity to do what they will. So if any man hear my voice and open, I will come in. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we need to have that understanding. That the door, God coming to you, I mean, God working in your life depends on you giving him the opportunity to do what? To walk with you. He does not force himself on anybody. No. I give, I always give this example to myself. You know, it was not the first time somebody came to preach to me. I gave my life to Christ. That was a knock on the door of my heart. Coco, Coco, will you let me into your life? Several things happened. But it was years after I had first had the first preaching that finally say I'm giving my life to Christ. So it's not strange if you have not opened your heart to God. No, it's not strange. God is interested. He keeps knocking. Until that time you say, yes, I surrender. And I pray it should not be too late for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. So it's not an intruder. The devil always comes. But if I look at the perspective of a man as well, it is not everybody that knocks on your door that you're hoping for. Right? Praise the Lord. It's not everybody that knocks on your door that you're hoping for. Children, as you go back to school, and I want to let you know this, it is not everybody that comes your way that wants to associate with you that you can associate with. Not because you hate them, but because you know that there could be a negative what? Influence on you. You accept it to your life. Just like it's not everybody that comes to my house and knock on my door and open doors as they come in. No. We have all been taught that when somebody knocks the door, you look through the door and see whether it's somebody you want to come in. If you don't know the person, what do you do? Eh? Don't open. If your parents are at home, go and ask them. Somebody's at the door. I don't know the person. Praise the Lord. So, it's not everybody that comes to your life that, we, that you open the door for. And for parents, you know, it's very important for us to know as well, you know, because the door we are talking about here is the door of our heart. Many things we are exposing our children to, some of them are not ready for it. Some of them should not be doing it. We are exposing them to it. Consciously or unconsciously. We need to be very careful to that as well. Praise the Lord. So, that scripture says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And next one says, If any man hear my voice, that is very, very important. That statement is very important. If any man hear my voice, that means that it is possible for God to be knocking the door of your heart and you're not hearing. Is it possible? It is possible for God to be at the door of your heart and knocking. Can you give me the chance to come in and you're not hearing? You don't even hear. And if you don't hear, you may not open. 
Somebody may be knocking the door of your house, for example, now, and the bell is not working, and the person is pressing the bell, and because the bell is not working, you are not aware that somebody is even knocking. So you may not open the door for that person. In the same vein, when God is knocking at the door of your heart, it is possible that you are not even hearing. Not because you want to open, but there are situations around you that will not allow you to hear. And until you, you deal with that situation, you will not hear. And one reason, even if the bell is working, if the bell in your house is working, if you have your TV on and the TV is very loud or whatever is your place is very loud, somebody will be knocking and you don't hear. So if you have too much noise around you, you may not even hear when God is talking to you. Too much noise. Too much noise around you. Too much activity going on. When God is talking, you are not hearing. You are not, you, it's not that like you don't want to open, but you are not hearing. So we have to look at what are the things that constitute hindrances where we don't hear when God is knocking. Praise the Lord. What are the things that constitute those hindrances? What do we surround ourselves with that do not allow, we don't allow us to hear when God is speaking to us? Psalm 1. Psalm chapter 1. The association you keep is very, very important. People around you is very important. Psalm chapter 1. He says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And it shall be like, tree, like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth its fruit in its season. Its leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever it doeth shall prosper. So the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaps which the wind will drive it away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the will of the ungodly shall perish. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. The people you surround yourself with are very important in you hearing from God. If you surround yourself with people that don't value their relationship with God or don't know God, it is every likelihood is there that you don't even identify with God yourself. So who are your friends? Who are the people you are comfortable with? As you go back to school, are the people you are comfortable with in school, do they really share your values? As in your relationship with God. Praise the Lord. It's very, very important. What are your values? What are the values of your friends? How will you, how, how, how is their relationship with God? Or what do they know about God? 
Because they will not encourage you in the way of the Lord. They will not see things the way you see things. It's very important. And there's the, the, the three levels of motions in that scripture. It says, blessed is the man that walketh. When you are walking, you are moving around. You know, you are not really standing with that person. Just walk in their path. And if you move on to say, or stand, you are now going to another level of being comfortable standing and discussing with them. And then the next level is to sit down. Then you are very much comfortable. To be fruitful as a child of God, you should know where, know who you keep as friends. Are they able to share your value? Are they able to say, okay, let's go to church? They will say, what are you doing in church? What's your lunch? What's, what's, what, why, why do you have to go to church? It's very important. You may think that, oh, it's just uh, the way life is now, but I'm telling you that, you know, who you surrounded, surround yourself with can influence the way you relate with your God. Iron sharpened what? Iron. You know, we are discussing during the Degidib uh, on Tuesday, and we are looking at, you know, what can keep the fire burning? You know, why would the need for fellowship? You know, the need for fellowship. Why do we need to come to church regularly? And we give an example of firewood. If you put one firewood, you know, in, in, in the fire, it will be burning, right? But the impact of that firewood will not be as much as when you have what? Many firewood. It burns more, gives more heat. And that's the way it is with our God. With God. When you surround yourself with people that can give you more, you know, heat. In quotes. You know, that can enhance your relationship with God. Then it becomes easier for you to relate with your God. But when you are alone, there's every likelihood that that zeal may go off. Praise the Lord. So it's very, very important to, for us to understand. And we have several scriptures here. Children, I want to encourage you with, you know, as you go back to school. Proverbs 13, 20. Proverbs 13, verse 20. It says, He who works with wise men will be what? Will be wise. He who works with wise men will be wise. But the companion of fools will be what? Destroyed. Proverbs 13, 20. He who walketh with the wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Very important. Second Corinthians says forty to seventeen. Second Corinthians says forty to seventeen. He says, "Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers." For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part of as a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and separate, says the Lord. It's very important. 
Praise the Lord. If you surround yourself with people that will not allow you to hear the voice of God, they are like noise all around you. When it's knocking, you will not hear. Proverbs 1 verse 10. Proverbs 1 verse 10. It says, My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If sinners entice you, do not consent. Particularly for those of us that are teenagers, you know, there are many things out there now that, you know, your adrenaline suggests that you should go for it. But ask yourself, is it line with the will of God for me? Friends, we call you to come and do some, try something else. Try it out. Try it out. See, I've seen people that have tried something out once and they never recover from it. They just try it out once. And sometimes because they want to feel belong, they don't want to feel like they are not involved. They are not, they are not uh, I don't know the language they use these days, you know. No, they want to feel that, yes, they, they belong to the, to the group. So they don't want to feel, feel separated. So they, they, they join them and take it. And they did not come out of it. I've shared with you before, there was a girl that, they ran a documentary on her, on CNN. She was a straight A student. Straight A in high school. But she tried hard cocaine one time. She tried her cocaine one time. And that was how her life was destroyed. Nobody could control her again. And before she you know it, she, she, she was sent out of the house. The parents could not help her. She now lives in an abandoned house. Close to her house. Alone. A straight A student. Just trying out the drug. Praise the Lord. Recent report is that in the US, 100 people die every day from what? Drugs. 100 people every day. Count the number of people per year. That is the recent statistics. And it's not only even here in Canada, they said the, the rate is alarming of, is it fentanyl now they call it? Eh? Opium. There's, there's one particular drug. Fentolin. Most of the children that got into these things, they were doing well before. They just tried it at once. Try it at once. And that was it. Please, I beg you in the name of God. As you go back to school, don't allow anybody to influence you negatively. The Lord will protect you in the name of Jesus Christ. But it's important. Don't think that you are not, you don't, you don't, you are not happening. No, you are happening for God. Hello? You are happening for God. Don't let anybody tell you that hey, this is what happened these days. In Proverbs 4, 14 to 15, I'm speaking to the children, please. I'm speaking to you. It's very important for you to listen and, and be conscious of this. Proverbs 4, 4, 4 14 to 15. 
Say, do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of the evil. Avoid it. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. Very important. Because when you are engaged in this, when God is even talking to you, you will not hear. You will not hear. But God wants it's important that you hear the voice of the Lord regularly. That is the only path to fruitfulness. Remember what you read in Peter 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the path of what? The wicked. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. See, that's the path of fruitfulness. In everything you do, in your academics, in everything you do. So be cautious of this as you go back to school. That you are not just anybody, you are a child of the living God. Nothing can separate you from your God. Don't be, don't allow the world view to mold you. Allow God's view to mold you. The world view is many, are many out there now. But when you allow the God's view to mold you, you will be separated unto him and him alone. And that's why you can be sure of your prosperity in all that you do. Because fruitfulness is all about our relationship with God. The Bible says, it talks to us in John 15, says you should abide with him. That if you abide with him, you make us what, what? To be fruitful. But when you don't abide in the presence of God, anybody can come and pluck you away. Take you away from his presence. But God wants you in his presence at all times. He wants you to be with him. He wants to, he wants to share with you. He wants, he wants to show you love. Remember the scripture says that a way that seemed to what's right to a man. But the end there was what? Destruction. And let me say this to you, young ones amongst us. Whatever we are sharing with you as adults is because experience has taught us that as well, apart from what? The scripture. Experience has taught us that sometimes things that we, we run after are not valuable. But things that are valuable are the things that the world did not present to you. So it's important for us to have that understanding. Every noise around you, the Lord will silence it in the name of Jesus Christ. Things that will not allow you to hear the voice of God. The Lord will silence them in the name of Jesus Christ. So I want to appeal to us as we go back to school. Please remember the child of whom you are. Remember the child of whom you are. Your parents love you. We have invested so much of our time, energy on you. We want the best out of you. And God wants the best out of you. And you'll be the best you can be in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord keep you. The Lord defend you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Let's rest on our feet.